2: is V SIN tonight
3: with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on
2: V SIN, the sports betting network.
4: Final hour of V SIN tonight. It's a Monday night. This is the beginning of week two of our show. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, we're at the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. And Wes, this is going to be a circus behind us here at Circa the next two weeks. With conference tournaments, when the major conference tournaments get going this weekend, later in the week and this weekend, and then next week for the big tournament. Uh, it's one of the best atmospheres in sports betting all year. I, My favorite four days of the year are the first four days of yeah. the NCAA tournament. Definitely the first two days.
3: You know what's always funny, though, is when everybody comes out here, man, they're fired up and ready to go Thursday and Friday. Saturday, they're betting, but then they're drinking, and they're going to different places, and then – by Sunday, man, that second day of the second round, mm-hmm. these people are running on fumes, man. Start to
4: run out of gas. There's yeah, no they're getting about
3: tired, it. you know, and that flight, mm-hmm. that flight going back Sunday night, if you got yeah. to make his work by Monday. Hey, if you're
4: staying up all night partying, watching games from morning to night, yeah. by Sunday afternoon, you are pretty much out of gas. Yeah,
3: yeah. Sunday, the these guys, man, yeah. a lot of them don't make it. So, you know, pace yourself. As much as you can, try to pace yourself. That's a pro
4: tip from Wes Reynolds. That is part, a, pro a guy tip. who's been known to party all night. He knows how to pace himself. <laughs> Rock uh, and roll all night
3: and party every day, right?
4: Update from the West Coast Conference Tournament here in Las Vegas at the Orleans Arena, the West Coast Conference semi, first one tonight. BYU on a nine-o run. How about this is chopped? The St. Marys lead to sixty-four fifty-six with four forty eight to go. We West.
3: have seen this out of out of St. Mary's, by the way, before. I think it was San Diego they were up like 20 plus at halftime and st. Mary's I think only ended up winning by like three or four st. Mary's by the way had a 26 point lead at one point so it's 64 to 56 with uh, uh, 445 left to go this is a uh, this is a uh, not over so you know that's what you want to see fight out of a dog when your season's gonna end you know BYU. Not going to get in that large bit of the NCAA tournament. By the way, St. Oh, Mary's man. hits a three here. Now they are minus 10.5 at DraftKings, even money. So, you know, that, by, by, that might have been the coup de
4: grace here. We shall see. The coup de grace. The How about that? Pull that one out tonight. Okay, mean, it stems the tide, stops the run right there. That was, yes. a, big, that was a big three for St. Mary's. Meanwhile,
3: also in the uh, Colonial semifinals, Towson uh, trying to hang around the number. It's 64-55 to 55 Charleston. Towson uh, currently getting nine and a half minus $1.35 at DraftKings, 145 and a half on the total. Charleston uh, trying to advance. Uh, Charleston, by the way, was the two seed in this one, the uh, number one seed. Uh, that would be the Hofstra Pride. They went out earlier tonight against UNC Wilmington. So UNC Wilmington is going to await the winner of this. Charleston trying to get to win number 30 tonight. Wow. 30 wins for this team, for Pat Kelsey and and his uh, Charleston Cougars uh, eight-game winning streak. Uh, Three losses this year. They lost at North Carolina. They lost to Hofstra, and they lost at Drexel. But 30 wins, man and probably are going to need to win two more games to get in the NCAA tournament. Meanwhile, BYU.
4: It was not the coup de grace, Wes. It was. BYU has answered here with a couple buckets. It's now a seven-point game. The the Cougars all of a sudden look unstoppable on the offensive end. These
3: teams aren't quitting. I like it. You know, one thing
4: about it, too, if you're watching BYU, they're putting on full-court pressure, and I think more teams should do that because there are so many teams that can't handle, Mm -hmm. that don't have the guards who can handle the full-court pressure. Mm -hmm. BYU's effective with it right here.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, uh, one more score to get updated, too. This is the semifinal in the Horizon League. And by the way, winner of this is going to get Northern Kentucky, who knocked out the one seed, Youngstown State. Cleveland State, all over Milwaukee. Cleveland State, by the way, was the favorite tonight, pretty much two and a half in the market. They got swept by UW-Milwaukee earlier this year. Uh, It looked like they're going to end that sweep, though. Cleveland State had 46 points in the first half, now 48. They didn't have a three. All of them at the rim or at the foul line. That's rare.
4: You don't see that too often. Cleveland State Vikings, I remember a big NCAA tournament win they had over Bob Knight.
3: Yeah, I remember Mouse McFadden. And and by the way, uh, I did when I worked for about a year and a half with the Indiana Pacers, one of the scouts for the Pacers. You were a scout
4: for the Pacers? I was
3: not a scout, but I met one of the scouts. Uh, He was a man by the name of Kevin Mackey. Oh, yeah. He was the coach Kevin of that Cleveland personal team. issues, too. I did. And, and Kevin, by the way, he was a nice guy. He was a super cool guy. But I was like, man, I was nine years old, and you made me cry. And he just got a big kick out of that when uh, Mouse McFadden. I, I, don't, I don't
4: cry anymore, no, man. I've, I've matured in my old age. I'm not age. buying that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not? Our buddy Adam Hill cries on a weekly basis. You don't cry at all? I cry a little. I don't cry over losing bets. You get emotional when you're watching a movie or a TV show? I bet you do. I don't know.
3: I know. You you keep the cool head, though. (laughs) You are (laughs) stoic, man. Nothing ever phases you. All
4: right, let's talk Big 12 basketball. Are you ready?
3: Yeah, I'm ready to go.
4: All right, so this is a consensus top conference in the country. But if you look at the Ken Pomeroy ratings, the top-rated teams – in the Big 12, Texas number eight and Kansas number nine. You would think Kansas's rating would be a little bit better than that. West we're talking about a team of 15. It was a 15 or 16. Yeah. Quad one wins. And uh, in in contention for the top overall seed in the 68-team field, which probably going to go to Houston now that the Cougars survived that trip to Memphis, barely survived that trip to Memphis on uh, Sunday. Uh, so this first round starts March 8th. We're going to do a more in-depth preview of the Big 12 tomorrow night, but Texas Tech, and West Virginia. In the 8-9 game, the Red Raiders going to have an interim coach. Mark Adams out. Got big problems in Lubbock. Uh, the 7-10 game, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Man, that's going to be a good one. And uh, Kansas, the one. Texas, the two. In the 4-5 game, Baylor, Iowa State. Cyclones, this one. In a blowout in Waco over the weekend. That was surprising. 3-6 game, K-State and uh, TCU. All right, so... You know what's surprising? Baylor has not even made the conference championship game since 2012. Mm-hmm. Baylor's won two national championships. Yeah. And has not made the conference tournament title game since two thousand twelve. Little yeah. known fact there.
3: Yeah, and is uh, the it doesn't little, look too good. Little cliff in, here's little known fact.
4: Doesn't look too good heading into this tournament either.
3: No, they don't, and, and I might be willing to buy on a little bit of weakness. And, look, I, I do like Kansas. I think they should be the number one overall seed. If you look at the luck metric, I happen to look at that luck metric on, uh, at, on KenPalm.com. Kansas, 14th out of 363 teams, only one team in the, in the what I call the power six is, has been luckier, and that's been Missouri, right. who is ninth. So, Kansas is one, but they've gotten a lot of breaks, and they've gotten a lot of fortune here. So, you know, looking at this draw a little bit, I think maybe Baylor getting beat at home and getting beat by an Iowa State team that looked like they were kind of circling the drain a little bit without sure. Caleb Grill. Now, is that addition by subtraction? We shall see.
4: But so It's funny how that works, too, because early in the season, Caleb Grill was the MVP of the Cyclones team. Remember the game he had against mm-hmm. North Carolina where mm-hmm. he had 31 points? Yeah. Cyclones take down North Carolina at the time. I thought he was the most valuable guy to that team. Now you eliminate him from the locker room, and all of a sudden I state looks like a better team uh, because he had some personal problems. But
3: But I think Baylor and the payback in that 5-4 game having just played them.
4: That's probably going to be payback for the Bears. They should
3: advance to Kansas, but uh, that West Virginia team in eight might be dangerous for the Jayhawks. That's not your average eight seed in a conference tournament. So – Look, if that happens, if there's an upset and KU gets beat in the quarterfinals, I still think their one seed is safe. But if they get beat in the quarterfinals, all of a sudden that opens it up. But you know, Baylor has been really a weird team this year, Matt. When when you look at it, because they're number one in offense in terms of in Big Twelve play. Yeah, and and Scott Drew has some shooters on that team, but they're oh, they they're, have three
4: guards who are. Fantastic, but
3: they're 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 dead last in defense. If you look at the defensive ratings, I think they were 13th nationally in adjusted D. 22nd when they won it all back in 2021. They were a one seed in 2020. They were fourth best in the country. It's defenses. This been one of the worst defenses probably Scott Drew has had since he's down there in Waco since like the early years mm-hmm. when he took over in in the uh, early to mid 2000s when he took over for Dave Bliss. So. Yeah, I can't, I just saw I was like, oh, Dave Bliss.
4: What a mess. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, uh, Mark Adams didn't quite reach that level uh, down no, in Lubbock for Texas Tech. Uh,
4: Mark Adams made a racially insensitive comment, which is why he has been suspended. Dave he, Bliss was a much bigger mess. He, he
3: didn't know about a murder as far as we know. So, uh, yeah, but back to, the, back to this bracket. I think Baylor probably gets the semis. It uh, could be Kansas or West Virginia. So, I think that could open up. And then in the bottom, uh, uh, Oklahoma got swept in Bedlam. We're going to get Bedlam Part 3 against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a team that, you know, kind of disappointed down the stretch. They were 16-9. and They were living right. They were easily in the NCAA tournament. Now they've lost five of the last six, kind of stopped the bleeding at Texas Tech on Saturday. But I really don't see those two teams really making a run. Uh, in this tournament. If mean, the- theoretically anybody can win. Nobody is bad in that bracket. How about that's K-State? a cool thing.
4: How about Kansas State?
3: Gay State uh, you know, could be interesting. I kind of favored TCU in in that matchup. Uh I, I think TCU now they've got to they've got to be healthy. That was a disappointing loss, by the way. Eddie Lampkin did not play against Oklahoma and they, got they blown lose blown out
4: by the Sooners.
3: They did. So I wonder if maybe Jamie Dixon was resting Eddie Lampkin almost for this game, as absurd as that sounds, because Lampkin's been in and out of the lineup. But if you look at his minutes, he's been playing like, you know, 15, 16, 20 minutes. So that maybe could happen here. But uh, uh, TCU, look, I like Mike Miles, and and I think that this is a team that, that could make a run, could be one of those lower seated teams that all of a sudden you see in the Sweet 16 and you're not exactly surprised. They split the two season meetings this year.
4: We give you an idea here for a long shot in the Big Twelve. West Virginia as the eight seed.
3: That would be the long shot I would certainly look at. Okay. At fifteen to one. did. that I would be the only out, one he, of the bottom four.
4: You might be able to find a higher price than that out there too on West Virginia, right? Yeah, I think so.
3: I, I, I was do on a podcast earlier today with Eli Herskovic and he has West Virginia, I believe, at twenty to
4: one. Okay. I think Mitch Moss mentioned uh, the uh, Mountaineers is a team he might like out of the Big 12 as well. All right, quick break. We'll update the West Coast Conference game. It's going down to the wire as we speak. VSIN, the Esports Betting Network.
2: Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit NFL.com/slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And
5: I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six man of the year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have ticked it all?
0: I said, I said OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because you ain't
5: it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is v Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on v
2: the sports betting network.
4: All right, we got point spread drama in the West Coast Conference Tournament semifinal. BYU, St. Mary's. Wes Reynolds study was dead on this bet. Yeah. At one point, St. Mary's led by 26. It's now down to three. 72 69 with 30 seconds to go. St. Mary's trying to inbound the ball. Pressure in the backcourt and the uh, Gales get a layup nah, they break the press smart get away saint yep. mary's
3: uh and byu look they were trying to you know force a turnover not foul right away byu driving in the Uh-oh, rim is that a foul news. called i think that's a block
4: that's a, that's a block shot and a foul on yeah, byu 19.1 and only one
3: left to go so uh everybody over at fuddruckers at the uh, orleans food court waiting to see if they're going to be able to get dinner tonight and cash a ticket uh here, uh, so uh I have B- I have BYU plus seven. There's nineteen point well left to go. St. Mary's, by the way, only sixty-nine and a half percent from the foul line. You wouldn't expect that out of this team. Two seventy first in the country. See if they can miss uh, a couple more here. Meanwhile, we got some drama here in Washington, DC. Sixty nine apiece. The Towson Tigers have come back against Charleston. Towson was getting four on the close. I have plus six from the opener, so. You know, are we going to see the top two seeds go down in the CAA tonight? We've already seen the number one Hofstra out.
4: Charleston, the number two seed there. All right, St. Mary's up 75-69. Aiden Mahaney at the free throw line, and he misses a second. He split four free throws here in the final minute. He's a 74% free throw shooter, so uh, poor job by him, but it helps BYU betters. It's right now a six-point game. BYU fires a three, rims out. BYU rebound. And a foul on the putback. With back, 3.1
3: so left to go. Looks like so.
4: BYU is probably going to cover here. Hopefully, if they don't yeah, foul Yeah, I hope so. End. BYU down six, going to the free throw line for two with three seconds to go. And uh, BYU, by the way, a seven-point underdog. Some spots close six and a half, but you bet. BYU I have seven.
3: F- I had first half, which did lose bigly, 37-20, yeah. to 20, taking four. So, uh We'll see if uh, BYU, if this kid can at least make one free throw and Made give me one. some breathing room. So I think he uh,
4: uh, bounced that one in, didn't he?
3: No, I, I think it bounced off. Oh, okay. uh, so
4: Still a six-point game. Yeah,
3: what, whatever you do, it's 3.1 left to go. You can't make it up. Don't foul.
4: Yeah, you can't make up a six point deficit, five-six-point deficit in three seconds. Here we go. Second free throw from uh, BYU is no good. Rebound. Is he going to foul? They foul there on the rebound. Are you kidding me? Come on! You know, first of all, the ref—you don't even need to call that with nine tenths. Let it go. And I will say this: you know that
3: happens in uh, betting. Like the people that get the best of the number and beat the value, you're going to take bad beats like this, uh, you know. And that's if St. Mary's makes two. I don't know why. Why why you foul there? First of all, he bricks
4: two free throws, and then you foul with nine tenths of a second left. Down six. You can't overcome that deficit. Don't foul. And you know, here's another thing. Oh, he misses a first free throw. So he still got a six point game. Yeah. So we'll so we'll 10. see. I mean, here's probably. another thing, Wes. The ref does not need to call that. Just no, let he it go. doesn't. Just let it go. Game's over. He makes the second. It's going to be a seven point game. At least you push if yeah, you got plus seven that's... with BYU.
3: Uh, you know, you get a backdoor like that, and we'll see if this heave goes at the buzzer. It does not, so that's going to end up a push.
4: That's I put that one on the ref. No need to blow the whistle. No, don't, don't call need. that. The game's yeah, over. You don't need to call Nonsense. that. All right, let's take a look at the circuit. College Hoops Challenge standings through week seven. We've got two rounds to go. The, the next round is going to be the first uh, full Thursday of the NCAA tournament, and the final round's going to be that Friday of the NCAA tournament, so 10 picks to go. Will Hill, still the king of the hill, 23, 11 and one against the spread, four, two and one on his best bets, which we use for tiebreaker purposes, 23 and a half points. Tim Murray and Jim Root tied for second, each at 21 and a half, actually Tim Murray has the edge with a three and four best bet record. Aaron Moore at 21 and 14, five and two on his best bets. Rex Byers, Greg Peterson, Each at 20 and 15. I'm at 19 and 16. 5 and 2 on best bets. Wes Reynolds, you had a 5 and 0 week. You're above 500. 17, 16, and 2. 3 and 4 on best bets. And then Paul Stone and Danielle Alvari are out of it. But we've got 8 of the 10 who still have a shot to win this thing with 10 plays to go. And a really good week. Four guys went 5 and 0. And the cumulative record from week 7 was 37 and 13 against the spread.
3: Yeah, very good week by the crew uh, this week. Uh, so nice, nice to have one of those because uh, you know we hear about it when we don't. Sure. So you know, nice to have, nice to have one of those. Uh, uh, great job uh, once again by Will Hill goes five and zero. Aaron Moore goes five and zero Tim Murray goes five and zero. So I get that week and it's like, man, I didn't make up any freaking ground on anybody. You know, I at least got to respectability, which was nice to you know to to get five and zero and get the best bet winner but you know at, at, at least fought my way back yeah uh, right, about
4: 500 I, i'm telling you it's not over yet because of the last two weeks of the uh, Circuit friday football invitational contest we did the bear chris the bear felica almost blew the lead in the final week yeah and we had guys like james salinas and paul stone make big rises up the leaderboard yeah, in the last two doug weeks. Kazarian doug kazarian hung in there up, to the end well doug lost control of the lead down the stretch and a lot can change in the last two weeks with 10 plays to go, and we've got eight guys tightly bunched on the standings here, so it's far from over. And again, the Thursday and Friday of the NCAA tournament is going to be the last two rounds. Wes, let's take a quick look at two tournaments in the, uh, that taking place in Las Vegas tomorrow starting, and we have the uh, West, Western Athletic, the WAC. We've got four games at Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay. Cal Baptist Pickham against Abilene Christian Grand Canyon an eight-point favorite over Texas Arlington Tarleton State seven- point favorite over Texas Rio Grande mm-hmm. and uh, Stephen F Austin laying three to Utah Tech which used to be Dixie State and uh, anything you like in the whack on Tuesday
3: this has probably been one of the more underrated conferences actually this year I've had a chance to you know see some of these uh, Utah Valley I believe uh, Won the conference, but there's just something weird in terms of how they calculated it. Because I, I, I think that they're like the two seed. I was looking at the bracket for this, and I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. How did Utah Valley not get the one seed when they had a better record, but they calculate some kind of weird formula out there in the rack using uh, Pomeroy and some analytics? So, CM Houston State actually gets the number one seed, despite the fact that they only had the second best record in the league. So, Looking tomorrow, I I have not bet any of these yet. Obviously, I'm going kind of day by day with these. Uh, Tarleton State maybe could be be a little bit of a long shot. This is a team. If you like free throws, by the way, you're going to like Tarleton State because in terms of, of getting to the foul line, I think they're like number one in the country from getting to the foul line. They're also the second worst in terms of most fouls tarleton state so uh, if you like if you like a lot of free throw parades you'll like tarleton state and billy clyde gillespie but no bets for me yet as yeah, of i
5: don't
4: have anything either for tomorrow I will have something in this tournament going forward but nothing in the uh whack for tuesday last year i went out to the WAC tournament i also went out to the big west and um i'm not going to make it out there this year because we're doing this show on weeknights but uh the dollar loan center in Henderson is the host of the Big West Conference Tournament. The two games out there on Tuesday, not too attractive. Cal State Northridge and Cal Bakersfield with uh, Bakersfield a one and a half point favorite, a low total of one twenty-three and a half. And uh the late game in the Big West tomorrow night, Cal Poly and Long Beach with the 49 uh, forty laying nine.
3: Yeah, uh neither of these two teams I like as like or these four teams I really like as long shots here. I think when I when I look at the Big West from a conference, I guess future standpoint, I do like. Uh, uh, I would lean Hawaii here at eight really? to one. Oh. I actually I like their defense and. Uh,
4: Why you know, just got blown out by UCS? They SP. did. Yeah.
3: They did. And and look, they they would get them. Perhaps I believe. I, I think that's in the second round. Why
4: he's eight to one at uh, circa?
3: Yeah, like they would be. They would be the team though that I would lean to in terms of a little bit of a longer shot. I think UCSB is the best team in this conference, even though Irvine is the number one seed Hawaii. Look, that's no gimme against Fullerton, Mm -hmm. but if Hawaii.
4: Fullerton's on the rise. I like Fullerton.
3: Yeah. I think that four or five though, the winner of that is going to be dangerous for UC Mm -hmm. Irvine. In my opinion, I like UCSB to come out, to come out from the bottom. I think UCSB actually has the most talent in this conference. So you know UC Santa Barbara by the way number 1 in all pretty much all the metrics in offense Fullerton and Hawaii kind of share those honors UC Irvine of course up there a little bit on defense but Hawaii surprisingly has, has not been too bad on the road
4: no but they did get blown out uh, like you said they've been better than normal on the road but blown out by 20 at UC Santa Barbara and the Gauchos is going to be my pick to win that conference at about 3 to 1 you get plus 280 or so uh, become a VSIM Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the Madness for only $19. Whether filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. VSIM Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our b- daily best bets and a lot more. Sign up today to get the betting guides plus full access to VSIM through the end of the tournament for only $19. VSIM.com slash subscribe. VSIN.com slash subscribe.
3: This is v
2: tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on v the Sports Betting Network.
4: It's not the best conference in college basketball this year, but it's our favorite one to talk about. We grew up with it. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, Big Ten basketball. Let's do it. Let's preview the tournament in Chicago. Wes, first of all, how many Big Ten teams do you think are going to make their way into the field of 68? Hmm. Yeah, there's still a lot to play for. By the way,
3: there's a lot to be decided uh, in that regard. Uh, I think
4: there's a decent Right sure. now, I, I would say, say nine, nine, yes. I would say nine, but there's a chance for ten, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely, because I think you have some teams that, you know, could. Now, there could be one that you might think is safely in that could play its way out. Uh, I would say nine right now. Maybe a 10th if you think Penn State is in, but I'll tell you the team that I think is really on the bubble Rutgers. It's Rutgers. Okay. And you, we're going to go, but let's, if we can go back to that bracket, that is the 8 9 uh, matchup. I believe the first matchup on Thursday in that second round. That is what we call, I'll give a little pro wrestling term, that is called a loser leave town match. Mm-hmm. When you know uh, somebody's going to leave the territory and he has to lose. And I think the loser is going to be out. And Michigan might be on the outside looking in now. Like Lenardi, I know has them last. Rutgers last four in, but I think the loser might be done. Rutgers uh, ever? I mean, they have just not really played well down the stretch. Uh, this team that was that was a that was a tough watch. Did you watch any of that Northwestern game I watched yesterday? a little
4: bit of it. I actually uh, I made a bet on Northwestern right before game time. I said, man, the Purple Cats got too much to play for here. They're mm-hmm. five point dogs you got a Scarlet Knights team that really hasn't been the same since the big man went down a month ago. Yeah, Malat
3: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And,
4: uh, you know, I I thought, look at this. Northwestern's going to be a two seed with a win, a nine seed with a loss. And I love the veteran backcourt of Bowie and Adiz. Yeah. I I was on with uh, JVT and Jared Smith yesterday afternoon. I said, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to bet this game, but I lean Northwestern. I reconsidered. I went ahead and bet Northwestern. I was happy I did it because the purple cats pretty much led the whole way. I think mm-hmm. Rutgers is on the ropes to make the tournament.
3: I do too. Uh, two and six without the big man um, a lot so yeah, I, I would be I would be concerned if I if I was a, a Rutgers partisan here. I think that that is a loser is going to go home, and both of these teams in that eight nine game find themselves in a situation that Indiana was in. Remember, Indiana had to beat Michigan oh, yeah. in the in that game, and then beat Illinois, and that's what put them in the tournament. and At least got them in Dayton. So,
4: who ended up knocking the Hoosiers out last year? Uh,
3: Iowa oh, on Saturday. Okay. Oh, with the three at the buzzer that, the on three, Saturday. Three, yeah. three
4: pointer at the buzzer. Wow. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. you know that Rutgers Michigan <laughs> is is going to be interesting here, and eesh, I kind of lean Michigan. I think Michigan is at least playing better ball. Michigan,
4: Look, i tell you what, Wolverines had two golden opportunities this week. They lost in double overtime in Champaign, mm-hmm. lost in overtime in Bloomington.
3: They had three straight OT games. So and they it's also like,
4: just won at Rutgers by double digits two yeah. weeks ago. I, I think Michigan's going to be the bet. Yeah,
3: I, I do too, even though Michigan has played three straight overtime games. So I would say Michigan for Purdue. Ohio State, Wisconsin, I kind of like Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State, I was, I was on them Saturday. And they did cover. They, you know, they hung around the number the full game. They were never really a threat, I don't think, to win. Right. But they were right around the number. So Ohio State team is playing is playing better than the Badgers right now. The Bad Badgers, I think, would be absolutely out.
4: Badgers need a big comeback yeah. to, beat, to Minnesota beat Minnesota on the road Sunday afternoon. Yeah, this
3: is a, this is a team that just doesn't doesn't shoot the ball well. I mean, they you know they always play solid defense. Well, they, and they shot don't the don't lights the out over. against
4: Purdue last week, but that was in Madison. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I would say, I mean. I would put Ohio State through, and Ohio State against Iowa, they split. Iowa's going to win. Yeah, I would probably think so as well. But
4: I was off that bad home loss to Nebraska. I think you're going to see the Hawkeyes rebound here.
3: Yeah, I would. I would think so too. And Iowa's always kind of dangerous in this tournament. Of course, remember they 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 won this thing last year. Against you know, just you I was talking.
4: I want to make this was down memory lane for you. But uh, I, was, I like Nevada in the Mountain West tournament. And uh, Steve Alford had success. He's had a lot of success in conference tournaments. I like coaches with a track record yeah. of winning. Going back to his days in the Big Ten, yeah. Iowa, yeah. he won a couple conference tournaments. He did. In the Big Ten. In the Mountain West, when he was in New Mexico, he won conference tournaments. Uh, I think Steve Alford and uh, the Wolfpack are going to be live. But Iowa's always been a team that's kind of live in the uh, Big Ten tournaments. Uh, where teams like Purdue and Indiana have not had much success at all in the Big Ten Tournament.
3: Yeah, you you mentioned Alford, of course, won it in 2001 over Indiana when they had uh, Mm -hmm. uh, the rebounding machine Reggie Evans and then also won it, I believe, in 2006. And Alford always, they kind of always played well in the Mountain West Tournament. Part of the reason is because Alford was always PO'd, that that the tournament was always in Vegas, and then they moved it to Denver for a couple of years, and they didn't draw flies to you-know-what. Mm-hmm. So they finally put it back here at the Thomas and Mag where, where it needs to be. But, yeah, I, I'm glad for Indiana. I was talking about the draw, you know, with, with the Big Ten. and. That's where I think Indiana got fortunate. You know,
4: you you avoid... The luck of the draw, the
3: Hoosiers got it in this tournament. You you avoid... I know you beat them twice, but, you know, you avoid Purdue until potentially a final. Mm -hmm. And look, this team did win the Big Ten by three games this year, so you can't ignore that. You also avoid Iowa, who beat you twice. So... I think that draw at the top is tougher. I think the bottom draw for Indiana, you get minute Maryland. I'd rather play Maryland, honestly, than Nebraska. I said that earlier. Mm -hmm. Nebraska's been playing really good basketball. So if Indiana gets through that quarters, they could face anybody. You could have Northwestern knowing they're in the tournament. Yeah, they're going to play hard, but they're in a spotlight, man, because now people in the Chicago media are actually talking about Northwestern.
4: Well, they will have some fans out there, too. The yeah. home crowd in Chicago is going to be and pulling for what, what
3: if it's Illinois-Northwestern on Friday night?
4: If Northwestern even gets by Illinois or Penn and State. And I'm
3: not convinced that that's going to be the right. case because Penn State, I think, is the danger long shot here. I really do, and I know that's a team with a lot of high variance, and they've won two in a row, but I think Penn State is in that position. Like I said, Indiana was in. I think Penn State beats Illinois. They're getting in the NCAA tournament. I really do. Uh, You know, with the way that they finished, I know they blew that game against Rutgers, but you're going to be talking about a team that will have won six Mm -hmm. of their last seven with two wins over Illinois, with a win over Northwestern and a win over Maryland. That's four tournament teams, you know, that, that they're going to have. Now, you know, what Penn state does, they can't do anything at the rim unless Jalen Pickett is driving. They shoot threes all over the floor. They're seventh best foul or three point shooting team in the country. They don't turn the ball over. They don't get rebounds because they don't really have a lot of size, but, They've housed Illinois in two games now. Can Illinois can those transfers Meyer from Baylor and Taryn Shannon and Texas Tech, who have won a lot of games in the NCAA tournament, but like you said, with Illinois, man, I'm no, no point
4: the, guard. Put you on the spot here. All right, make a number for these games. Let's make a number for Ohio State, Wisconsin, in the first round on Wednesday. I'm gonna say Wisconsin two. What do you think?
3: Uh, Ohio State, Wisconsin, uh, I'd I'd say Wisconsin maybe one and a half. Okay.
4: How about Minnesota and uh, Nebraska? I want to say Nebraska a a three-and-a-half point favorite.
3: Nebraska ball. Yep. I would say Nebraska ball actually might be – A little bigger. What were they at at home? Uh, I'm trying to remember what they were at home a couple weeks ago. I want to say that they were like seven-and-a-half or eight at home. And they did end up covering that by a little bit.
4: Yeah, in a neutralized say I'm gonna Yeah, I'm going to say maybe five and, half, and a half or six. About five. Remember yeah, five maybe. At least five. I need to make my numbers for these games tonight. But Rutgers Michigan is an interesting. Michigan's got to be the favorite here. I'm going to say uh, Michigan two and a half or three.
3: Yeah, I'd say I'd say Michigan one in the hook. That's it. Yes.
4: Does Michigan just won by double digits at Rutgers?
3: Yeah, but but neutral side, you know, know, how do they deal how do they deal with the pressure here? Well,
4: I tell you, Scarlet Knights are just not playing well. So I mean, since the big man that's gonna be a totally different team. All right, but this is the one that's intriguing. Penn State, Illinois. What do you make the number there? Uh a line I minus two. I was gonna say one and a half. Okay, so I'm on the same page. Purdue, the top seed. I could not make that bet. No. Um because you're not getting any value there at about plus one eighty. It looks like Purdue's going to have to probably beat Michigan or Rutgers. I'll say Michigan. And then uh, either Michigan State or Iowa to get to the championship. And we could have a Purdue-Indiana championship game. I've Here's my pick for the Big Ten. I think the Hoosiers got the luck of the draw. Yes. They're actually playing pretty well. They got two NBA first-round picks. They got a lot of talent here with Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen hood Shafino. I'm going to say it's going to be an Indiana-Purdue title game. And I've got Indiana plus, plus 550 to win yeah. this tournament. By the way, the Hoosiers have never won the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> it's been this a can, lot of heartache. and this this be that's why first I think time.
3: That's what I got to get over because I'm like, man, I'm never optimistic about them in this <laughs> tournament. I, you remember the Blake Hoffarber shot oh, yeah, sure. for Minnesota yeah. where they knocked them out? Uh, I think Indiana, though, at plus 550, and I usually don't like it that short, it might be worth a poke here. I think they're going to be motivated. It.
4: I got the bet. I already made the bet on the Hoosiers. Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares. Place a qualifying bet, and you get a square in the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com more college basketball as we come back to wrap up tonight's show BSN the sports betting network
1: I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win
0: a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's gonna guard. And
5: then on Love top of it,
4: like that, see that,
5: ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock, and then he's going to withdraw us about winning.
0: Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OJ, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't need it? Ain't <laughs> <Nick?"> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the
2: sports betting network.
4: About to tip off the other semifinal from the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas. The Orleans Arena is going to be the scene tonight for San Francisco and Gonzaga. How dramatic was that game for the Dons on Saturday night? In overtime, they take down Santa Clara, and uh, Khalil Shabazz had a big game, Wes. He's going to have to do the same tonight for San Fran to uh, make the Zags sweat or to cover this big number. Zags closing as fourteen and a half point favorites. It looks like here at circa, and the number was high as fifteen. Yeah. No surprise that Gonzaga, uh, a big favorite here. But I thought this number might be a little inflated. Actually, back up to fifteen now at circa.
3: Yeah, USF, if you remember, uh, lost both meetings. Lost by two at home. They had a six point lead, I think, with like four minutes to go, and and couldn't finish. And Gonzaga really pulled it pulled it out of the wazoo, mm-hmm. if you will, at the end. But San Francisco, you know what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to hit a lot of threes. 49%, by the way, of their attempts are from three. That is second most in the country. So, USF, this team this team has been pretty erratic for a team that, that does have senior guards. Khalil Shabazz, Terrell Roberts, uh, the senior backcourt. But I, I do think that this number is probably a little bit inflated uh, when you look at it. Maybe, what's what's the first half here? Okay, I'm Probably seeing eight, some eight-and-a-halves.
4: Eight, eight, yeah, eight yeah sure.
3: BetMGM's market low at seven-and-a-half, actually. So somebody likes uh, the Dons over there. But that's where I – I mean, that might be where I go because Gonzaga, our Gonzaga may be a little bit flat
4: coming well, out in the first half. St.
3: Mary's certainly
4: was We wondered if St. Mary's is going to be flat. That was not the case. The Gales got out to a 26-point lead. They did, were lucky to hold on and win that game by mm-hmm. seven. Um, Khalil Shabazz, 38 points. San Fran beat Santa Clara 93-87 to 87 in overtime Saturday night in the West Coast Conference Tournament. So maybe the Zags are the team that comes out a little bit flat tonight. Or, Wes, you also have that element when you're handicapping a game like this. If the Zags get up big, do they call off the dogs? right do get guys like Drew Timmy? Uh, do, you, do you save their legs a little bit for the championship game? I mean, if you're up 20 with uh, five minutes to go, can you pull some guys? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's at the point where San Francisco catching 14.5 for 15 points becomes uh, maybe well, a little bit more attractive bet. And,
3: to... and remember, and that's a very good point they're that gonna, you made up. Because San
4: Francisco's going to play to the bitter end, the, too, because uh, even if they're down big, they're going to play hard to the This finish.
3: exact scenario, by the way, happened last year. Uh, Gonzaga, I believe, was up by 24 with about, like, nine minutes left to go. Now, Nemhard played, like, all 40 minutes. But Chet Holmgren only played 29. Drew Timmy played 25. Strother and Bolton played 26. So they didn't go that deep into their bench. But Sanford, they let up a little bit, even though they didn't like mm-hmm. put a lot of the quote-unquote scrubs in. San Francisco, I think, outscored them like 25 to 12. What was that? So that was like 69.
4: I think got the cover, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, they did. Yeah. They only lost by 10. It was, uh, I think, 69 to like 46 with about 10 minutes to go. And that could very much happen because they knew they had St. Mary's on the other end of the draw. So this exact scenario happened. So this could be a live betting opportunity uh, because, uh, and then I, I think the, the year before they got up like, or they won 78 to 55 over, uh, over St. Mary's of BYU in the championship. That's when they really put in some guys off the bench. Cause they were up like 30 with 13 minutes left to go. So This could be a good live if Gonzaga gets a big big lead. Don't be afraid to come in on the Dons.
4: I'm probably going to play Gonzaga in the championship game over St. Mary's, but I'll be on with uh, Mitch Moss and Paul Howard at 4.30 a.m. Pacific, and I'll have all my best bets for the games and conference tournament uh, futures plays. I'll make sure those are on the VSEN email in the morning, and uh, obviously we're going to have all those on the Tuesday night show. Not going to do any best bets for the record, Right now, except I'll tell you the Indiana plus 550 to win the Big Ten is going to be one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wes, let's take a quick look at the Atlantic Ten, and then we'll get to the ACC. The A-10 starts in the morning. UMass and Richmond, Spiders minus 2.5 at DraftKings. Loyola, St. Joseph's, and uh, St. Joe's minus 1. Rhode Island, LaSalle with uh, LaSalle minus 1. You got some tight spreads there in the first round of the A-10 tournament in Brooklyn.
3: Yeah, this A-10 is, by the way, going to be a one-bid league. I don't think anybody...
4: I've always liked the A-10. I think it's a underrated yeah. league, but it's not that good this year. No,
3: it's down. Mm. VCU is is the one seed. Uh, I, be- I believe is Dayton. I think Dayton's the two. Um, just looking at the tiebreaker. But nobody is getting an at-large bid, I think, really out of this league. You got some new coaches, a lot of new coaches, especially playing here on this first day with uh, Archie Miller at Rhode Island, Fran Dunphy now at LaSalle. So... You know, just looking over these numbers, uh, you know, to see Loyola, by the way, finish last, Drew Valentine, the new coach there. Of course, Potter Moser now in Oklahoma, but Rhodey lost at home to Davidson. They did win at Loyola, so they're going to play LaSalle. Two very close games, by the way. Rhodey won by two at home, lost by two at LaSalle at the Tom goal Arena in overtime. So I, that that's really a coin flip game. UMass, of course, a new head coach Frank Martin, his first year, they really struggled. They they had some injuries though to players. Uh, the kid Noah Fernandez uh, has been out since January 11th. Mm-hmm. Once that happened, their season was kind of really. Minimum went
4: downhill pretty quickly. After yeah, they that. were
3: they were oh. like they were like ten and five yep. to start the season, and I think actually won. Uh, what was that tournament down there in, uh at Coastal Carolina that? charleston or whatever one of those classics one of those espn events that they have the week before thanksgiving so it's like oh maybe he's got umass going and then all of a sudden fernandez went down and they really have not been able to do anything so if i'm looking at the eight a- at the a10 tomorrow uh small lean perhaps to loyola but that's about the only one i would play okay. Myrtle Beach Invitational, that's what it was. Charleston Classic was at College of Charleston, and by the way, they do advance tonight, so they will be in the CAA final tomorrow night against UNC Wilmington. Depending on your number, if you got the early number, you got the cover with Towson. If you laid it late with Charleston, you also got the money. Land's five.
4: The number does matter. Try to get the best of it. All right, let's get to the Atlantic Coast Conference. It's going to start in the morning. By the way, that UMass game. Um, umass richmond 8 30 a.m pacific Ugh. so now we're getting to the point where we got early morning to late night hoops oh you gotta my. love it in the acc the first game is at 11 a.m pacific georgia tech florida state that's the 12 13 game and georgia tech a two-point favorite this line open them. louisville boston college obviously the cardinals the 15 seed uh, bc a six-point favorite and then Notre Dame-Virginia Tech. This is one where you said you might lean to the fighting Mike Brays getting seven against the 11-seed Virginia Tech.
3: Yeah, I think Virginia Tech, based on what they did last year, might be the chic pick.
4: Made a big a run. Knocked off North Carolina and Duke yeah, on the way to yeah. the uh, championship. Yeah, they the won all four
3: tournament. in the Barclays yeah. Center. Uh, so uh, Georgia Tech maybe against Florida State. Georgia Tech, and, and I'm not a big Josh passner guy, but they've at least shown a pulse lately. I think they're like, uh, what are they? Yeah, they're 6-2 and two over the last eight games. Uh, beat Notre Dame, beat Virginia Tech, uh, Florida Tech. I don't want to count that. That was like an added game. But uh, <laughs> beat Louisville at home, won at Syracuse, won at Boston College. So, I don't know. I'm not that interested in Florida State. I wonder if Florida State got their moment when they knocked off the U and kept them from winning an, an outright title uh, in the ACC Florida State. I, I know what Leonard Hamilton said, but maybe he don't have a choice in the matter. I gotta think he's done. Florida State's got to move on. Do yourself a favor and hire Dusty May from well, you, Florida.
4: Atlantic. You've been really down on Leonard Hamilton on tonight's show. You've, I you've have jumped been dumped on him. Twice I'm killing
3: now. poor Lenny. Like like when he didn't foul against Michigan oh, in in the Sweet oh Sixteen, and Dana Jacobson asked him that question, a logical question. He looked at her like she had five heads. I know.
4: Anyway, I, I would agree with you. I think Florida State needs to move on from Hamilton, and Dusty May would be a great choice. But what's Louisville do with Kenny Payne if the Cardinals lose this game to BC? Louisville will finish the season four and twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Kenny Payne get one more year? I think he does. Yeah, I think he gets one. But more.
3: but man, yeah. I mean he's a dude getter. But I don't know. I don't know about him as a coach. To see C- Louisville, one of the great programs all time in college basketball be this bad uh that being said i don't know if i want to lay it with bc uh minus six this is probably going to be a pass if
4: anything me. in the acc tomorrow you said you might play notre dame, plus notre dame
3: and, and maybe georgia tech on the money line even though that line's already moving yellow jackets actually playing decent ball down the stretch
4: all right that's west reynolds i'll be on with uh, mitch and paul four thirty in the morning on follow the money i'll have all my best bets for the games and uh, well some of them best bets for the games and conference tournaments and uh Tune in for that if you get a chance. We'll try to get Tim Brando on the Tuesday show. We've also got Ryan Hyatt from uh, Lubbock, Texas. He's a radio host. We'll talk Big 12 and uh, the mess that's going on with the Red Raiders. And also Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet with more conference tournament uh, talk on the Tuesday night show. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. v tonight. Let's cash some tickets. We will see you right here Tuesday with a loaded show. v the Sports Betting Network.